Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. I'm Jen Cutter and welcome to DTNS Gaming News Monthly for May 2022. This is your one-stop catch-up for the biggest gaming stories from the past month with a heads-up on major game releases for the month ahead. This show will help bring you up to speed with all the info you need to know about the discourse. This month, we have another contender for out-of-nowhere game announcement of the year. Do you know how to handle yourself if someone tells you you fight like a dairy farmer? If so, you'll be pretty stoked about Return to Monkey Island, coming later this year from Terrible Toy Box. This new installment will be directed by series original creator Ron Gilbert, who is also co-writing the script along with Monkey Island veteran Dave Grossman. Also important is a returning Dominic Armado as Guybrush Threepwood. Ron Gilbert definitely knows how to set up a joke. Back in September of 2013, he tweeted, If I ever get to make another Monkey Island, I'm going to announce it on April 1st. And in 2022, he did. I admit to waiting a few days after the first before letting myself get excited about the announcement, but it's legit. Remains to be seen if any of us will get to tell someone they fight like a cow, but I'll keep my fingers crossed. A lot happened over in Activision Blizzard territory this past month. Game dev Vicarious Visions, the studio that released the very solid remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, has officially merged with Blizzard and will drop their own branding to be known as Blizzard Albany, keeping their own offices in New York. Vicarious Visions previously supported Blizzard's 2021 release of Diablo 2 Resurrected. Blizzard Entertainment revealed the long-rumored Warcraft mobile game called Warcraft Arclight Rumble. It's a mobile strategy game which will feature an extensive single-player campaign, co-op play, and PvP. The cinematic trailer features an art style that honestly reminds me of the 2011 toy-based game Skylanders. Info on the in-game shop, like pricing and inventory, will be available at a later date, but you can pre-register for the game right now. And the previously mobile-only Diablo Immortal is now also coming to PC. The Diablo team just came out and said they added a native PC version because they knew the hardcore were going to emulate it in order to be playing at their desks, and they wanted everyone to have a better experience than that. Diablo Immortal takes place between Diablo 2 and 3, has touchscreen and controller support, and supports crossplay and cross-save, meaning you can jump between desktop and phone whenever you want. It's free to play, and the next open test begins June 2nd, which you can also pre-register for right now. 
This month, Activision Blizzard shareholders overwhelmingly voted to approve the $69 billion sale of the company to Microsoft. The deal, announced in January, involves Microsoft paying $95 a share in the all-cash deal. The deal still needs approval from the Federal Trade Commission. Related to the sale, Activision Blizzard is facing another lawsuit, separate from the previous sexual harassment and workplace misconduct ones, this one from the New York City Employees Retirement System and Pension Funds for New York City's teachers, police, and firefighters. The suit, which is a 220 complaint in Delaware's Court of Chancery, claims that CEO Bobby Kotick was unfit to negotiate a sale of the company and that the deal was made mainly to escape liability for enabling workplace misconduct and abuse. The lawsuit follows an October 2021 demand to inspect Activision Blizzard's books and records as part of an investigation into its board of directors. In response to a request from PC Gamer, an Activision Blizzard representative said, We disagree with the allegations made in this complaint and look forward to presenting our arguments to the court. Axios has a great summary of everything ActaBliz is facing right now, which includes one federal harassment suit, settled though facing appeals, one discrimination suit from California, one purported class action suit, four shareholder lawsuits now consolidated down to two, eight lawsuits over the Microsoft merger, four voluntarily dismissed so far, two 220 complaints, including the one I just mentioned from New York City, and the SEC investigation and insider trading inquiries from the SEC and Department of Justice. Epic had a real busy month. Unreal Engine 5 is out now, officially. And Epic is teaming up with the LEGO Group to develop a family-friendly, kid-safe metaverse. Though there are zero specifics in the announcement, past the joint statement how this long-term partnership aims to build an immersive, creatively inspiring, and engaging digital experience for kids of all ages to enjoy together. So I'm sure that will be nice someday. Both Epic and Lego have tons of licensing deals going on, like Marvel, DC, and Star Wars. So it'll be interesting to see how many of those carry over to a kid-safe metaverse or whether every license is going to try to make their own. Epic Games also raised $2 billion for metaverse purposes from Sony and the family-owned holding company behind the Lego group, the Kirkby Investment Company, with each investing $1 billion. This month, Epic also surprise teamed up with Microsoft to bring Fortnite to its Xbox Cloud gaming service for free and all you need is a Microsoft account. Fortnite remains unavailable in the iOS and Google App Stores in an ongoing court battle over fees. Android users can sideload the game, but new iOS gamers have been mostly left out of the fun unless they were in NVIDIA GeForce Now closed beta. Fortnite is the first free-to-play title to join Microsoft's Xbox Cloud gaming service, and it works in a browser with both touchscreen and controller support. You can jump in at xbox.com play, and I was pretty shocked at how fast you can get in a game even with my older iPhone. Logging in was the longest part. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet 
strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model in the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. The Embracer Group announced it reached an agreement to acquire three studios from Square Enix for $300 million. The studios are Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. This agreement includes intellectual properties owned by these studios, including Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, Thief, and Legacy of Kane. The deal is expected to complete in Q3 2022. If this is your first time hearing about the Embracer Group, they are a Swedish video game and media holding company and already own many other notable brands like Dark Horse Media, Gearbox Entertainment, and THQ Nordic. Panic's Playdate began shipping on April 18th. The Playdate is a tiny yellow square handheld console with a 400 by 240 1-bit black and white display. It's got a D-pad, two buttons, and a crank on the side. Though the play date was originally set to ship in 2021 after taking pre-orders in 2019, everything slipped due to both battery issues with initial units and COVID-related supply chain issues. You can still pre-order one for $179 plus taxes and shipping. Being a low-spec system with a crank isn't even the only odd thing about the play date. Included with the system's purchase is a season of games. After setup, you'll get two games, then you'll continue to get two new games each following Monday like a cable TV show season. Reportedly, it doesn't even matter when you get your system. If yours shows up in two months, you're still only going to get the two games it's set up, then have to wait for the Monday drops to fill out the rest of the season. I mean, that's one way to avoid a backlog. Like the days before free-to-play games were common, whatever crappy game you got for Christmas was the game you played for months. Panic has not committed to making a season two at this point, but Playdate owners can at least sideload games so you're not stuck with just the original group of titles. Will I ever talk about the Playdate again in future episodes? I don't know, it's possible. But it's possible it might only ever be used in trivia games, same as, hey, remember that Android gaming console Ouya that came out in 2013 and no one ever mentioned it again except as a punchline? At least Nokia's N-Gage had side talking. The current wave of the future is definitely all about old games getting repackaged for more money, and Sega wants that money. A press release went out warning Sega is going to delist the digital versions of Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, Sonic 3 & Knuckles, and Sonic CD starting on May 20th. These games are going to be featured in the upcoming Sonic Origins for $40, but the old versions can be purchased right now from Steam for about 5 bucks each. Granted, the new versions will be HD, feature new areas, new animations, and include an anniversary mode, which gives you unlimited lives to horse around with. Speaking of Sega making old things new again, they are bringing back one of my least favorite things, messy pre-order bonus options. Except it's less for bonuses this time around and more for specific DLCs. 
This kind of thing drove me nuts as a kid in Canada because all the cool purchase bonuses like figures and cloth maps kind of thing often went to retailers that literally did not exist in my country, and I was sad. At least these days with digital bonuses, buying the Digital Deluxe Mega Super Special Edition tends to come with all of the things. In the case of Sonic Origins, you can get DLC for character animation in the main menu, which will be included in the Premium Funback or Digital Deluxe Edition, but not in the Standard Edition or Start Dash Pack. These are all real names. I strongly dislike requiring a chart to purchase a game correctly and feel bad for Sonic fans getting messed with this way. Hopefully this idea dies again soon. Xbox and Bethesda will hold a summer game showcase on June 12th, featuring upcoming titles for Xbox, PC, and Xbox Game Pass. Last year's ZeniMax Media, parent company of Bethesda and many other studios, was acquired by Microsoft for $7.5 billion and are now part of Xbox Game Studios. The Elder Scrolls VI was announced at E3 2018, exclusively for PC and Xbox, so hopefully we'll see a lot more about it soon. On April 27th, Bethesda announced the sunsetting of their PC launcher and posted detailed instructions on how users can migrate their collections to Steam, and specifically only to Steam. The Bethesda FAQ says no other launchers are supported at this time. Previously, games like The Elder Scrolls Daggerfall and Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, among others, were unavailable on Steam, but that's now changed so you'll be able to keep playing those titles after you migrate your library. Bethesda's PC launcher will not allow access to games after May 11th, but you'll still be able to transfer your library after that date. Affected gamers should read the transfer instructions very carefully, as some games will require manual steps to transfer save files, though in-game skins and DLC should transfer normally. And Clippy is back! In Halo Infinite! Yes, really. Everyone's favorite paperclip continues to be immortal, now appearing as available cosmetics in Halo Infinite including a nameplate and gun charm. It pains me to say it, but the gun charm is legit really cute and I would consider buying a physical version as a keychain. Sony announced the start dates for the new PlayStation Plus subscription tiers. It'll begin May 23rd in most of Asia, June 1st in Japan, June 13th in the Americas, and June 22nd in Europe. In extremely related news, Sony paused the activation of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now vouchers for current subscribers until after the new service rolls out. Sony updated its PlayStation Plus FAQ page with an official conversion chart showing the value of those vouchers for its upcoming services, PlayStation Plus Essentials, Extra, and Premium. As part of the new PlayStation Plus Premium tier, which includes access to limited-time game trials, Game developer sources say Sony will require some PlayStation developers to create trial versions of games. Developers will have three months from a game's release to make a trial, which will be required to be at least two hours long for titles sold for $34 or more. Some digital purchases on the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita now display decades-old expiration dates of December 31, 1969. This makes the games unplayable when re-downloading already purchased titles. Titles impacted include Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, and Final Fantasy VI. And because acquisition announcements never stop, Sony wants you to know they're not done yet because they're hiring someone to do it full-time. Sony Interactive Entertainment seeks a highly qualified director, Corporate Development. SIE's Corporate Development team works closely with SIE's management team and is responsible for identifying inorganic growth opportunities through acquisitions, investments, or joint ventures. Who will Sony buy next now that they have Bungie and Haven Studios? I don't know, but when I do, you'll hear about it in DTNS Gaming News Monthly.
On April 25th, Shigeru Miyamoto announced on Twitter that the Mario movie, initially set to premiere later this year, has been pushed back to 2023. It'll now premiere next year on April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America. No reason was stated for the delay, but Miyamoto apologized for it and promised it will be well worth the wait. Illumination Studios, best known for the Minions franchise, has been working on the film since 2017. Chris Pratt will star as Mario, and the video game Mario, Charles Martinet, will voice cameos instead. I will believe this is an actual movie when I see and hear a trailer, because so far it feels mostly like a fever dream. On April 15th, an anonymous employee filed a National Labor Relations Board complaint against Nintendo of America, as well as Aston Carter, a staffing company that previously posted jobs for customer service and administrative roles at Nintendo. The complaint alleges Nintendo of America and Aston Carter engaged in coercive actions against a worker that interfered with their legally protected right to organize. This case is the first time Nintendo has been mentioned in the current industry-wide labor rights movement. Nintendo responded to Kotaku's request for a comment with a statement. We are aware of the claim, which was filed with the National Labor Relations Board, by a contractor who was previously terminated for the disclosure of confidential information and for no other reason. Nintendo is not aware of any attempts to unionize or related activity and intends to cooperate with the investigation conducted by the NLRB. More on this story as it develops in future months. Games already available this month include Trek to Yomi on everything except the Switch and Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate Daemon Hunters is out on PC. Notable upcoming releases this May include Evil Dead the Game on everything including the Switch on May 13th, May 19th brings Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song to everything including the Switch, and Cotton Fantasy comes to PS4 and the Switch on May 20th. This is a brand new game in the Cotton series, which are scrolling shooters featuring a young witch girl on a broom. Sniper Elite 5 lands on PC and everything except the Switch on May 26th. Microsoft Flight Simulator Top Gun Maverick DLC will be available on PC and Xbox's May 27th. Also on May 27th, Moonlander will be available on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That is not a typo. Moonlander is an action-adventure RPG with Metroidvania elements featuring an epic story about cows and milk. Also, also on May 27th, Pac-Man Museum Plus goes live on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Pac-Man Museum Plus is a sequel to the 2014 compilation title Pac-Man Museum and will include 14 different Pac-Mans with many special features and options available. And Diablo Immortal will be out on June 2nd for mobile and PC. That's all for this month. If you have any kind of gaming questions, console, PC, retro, whatever, feel free to ping me on Twitter or Instagram. Both are at Jen Cutter, and that's Jen with two N's. Have fun out there, and I look forward to bringing you another DTNS Gaming News Monthly next month. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.